0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Dental Practice Heroes Podcast. Today is Monday, July 15th, and out here in Chicago, it is hot, man. We have had the heat wave. I hope you've been getting a lot of sunshine like we have. We haven't got a whole lot of rain, and, man, it's just been beautiful. Uh, Grass is looking really yellow, but I don't care. I'm just happy it's not raining. I've been spending a lot of time out by my pool, golfing, just doing outdoor things and enjoying the summer, and I hope you are as well. Uh, Last time we talked, I was off to Nashville. Man, Nashville was awesome. I love Nashville. We had a great time. Actually, the first night we were there, I was too drunk to get inside a bar. Now, I wasn't being a jerk or anything, but I literally, they they just wouldn't let me in the bar. I didn't get thrown out of the bar. They said, You're too drunk to be inside this bar, so they didn't let me in. So that was um, made for an interesting 20 minutes. And (laughs) I talked about how it was gonna do the IV treatment when I was in Nashville, so we did that both days, uh, Saturday and Sunday, and I gotta tell you, man, that is a game changer to get IV fluids and Zofran and just painkillers and all those vitamins and magnesium and B12 shots. It, um... Yeah, it really changes what <laughs> what you're capable of doing party-wise the night when you're, you know, the day after, like the day that you're hungover. So I uh, highly recommend that if you're out in Nashville. I know they have those in a lot of cities, but uh, yeah, it was interesting to try, and I, and I think I'm a believer in it. All right, so um, today I want to talk about an investment I made, the best investment I've ever made in my entire life, and it's something that costs me maybe about $20,000 a year, and I get back about $300,000 a year on it. That's a pretty good return on investment, wouldn't you say? Right. So I hear a lot of doctors, they say, yes, I wish I was more busy. I just, you know, they got all these openings in my schedule. How do you how do you work two or three days a week? You know, I want to do what you're doing. I wish I was that busy where I could do that, or I wish I could do by like the dollar per hour that you're doing, and I, I just can't. And then you kind of dive into the numbers and you say, look at your production report. So I'm going to do a comparison between mine and one of my associates. So I I was doing this to make a presentation and just running some numbers from last year, some production numbers. And last year I produced almost 1.1 million by my own hands. And 26% of that was crowns and 10% of that was fillings. Okay. So uh, just to give you an idea, my associate also produced, she did about almost 1.3 million last year, and she produced 36% crowns and 25% fillings. So 51% of her production was crowns and fillings, whereas mine was about 36. So how did I do those numbers on two or three days a week, only you know, 40, 42 weeks a year? So I I kind of pulled it apart and I wanted to look at like what other procedures and what is like my top grossing procedures and what was kind of interesting that I found out was that 18% of my gross is ortho codes, 9% of my gross is implant codes, 6% is endo codes and 4% is oral surgery codes. So that's a total of about 37% of specialty procedures, whereas 36% of mine were the bread and butter procedures and everything else. It's just like the diagnostic codes, exams, and things like that. So, 37% specialty procedures that most people are just referring out. So, if you wanted to be more busy, you need to learn how to do these procedures. So, I think the best investment you can make, one, as, as a treatment planner... And as a clinician, you know, just you're a better treatment planner. But two, you should learn how to do these procedures. So is it hard to learn how to do ortho? No, absolutely not. Is it hard to learn how to do implants? No, no, it's not hard. What about molar endo? You know, how many molar endos are you sending out to your specialist? Just do them. You can do it. What about a tough extractions? Now, I'm saying like, no, I can do third molars. I don't do third molars. But I've done them. I don't enjoy it. I'm not very good at it but i'm talking about taking out almost like 95 99% of all these surgical extractions everything but third molars those are the, i mean you can do that you just got to get the training so i'll tell you that i since i graduated about 10 years ago i have taken maybe 20 to 30 grand worth of ce every year And that seems like a big number to people, but I can tell you the return on investment is huge. So I'm talking $308,000 a year. You know, Maybe it wasn't that much like five years ago, maybe it's more now than it was, maybe it was more before, but I'm telling you, if you wanna condense your schedule into three days and you wanted to have that long weekend, or if you just wanna produce more while you're at the office or be more busy, be more efficient while you're there, have less downtime, Well, geez, I'm talking about half of my production is specialty procedures. So if I didn't do that, I would assume that half of my schedule would be open. And I have to assume that there's a lot of dentists that have half of their schedule open when they're not doing these procedures. So my recommendation to you is to get out there, figure out what kind of courses you want to take, figure out what you want to learn. And I mean, if you had to start somewhere, I'd start with oral surgery. I'd go take one of those things where you go to some other country and and learn how to take out teeth, I know Garg does one. I know Tommy Murph does one. Um, I think that 's just a great place to start. You should know how to take out teeth, and you can help so many people by doing that, so, especially so many pain patients that will come in with big swollen faces. If you want to learn ortho, I highly recommend and i 'm just recommending these i don 't get anything from these people, but these are the ones that I take i 've taken. Uh, Rondo is a great ortho course for great things about garrity. Um, I don't have much familiarity with that, but Rondo was the one I took, and I've heard good things about Garrity. What about Endo? I like Cliff Ruddle, man. He's the pro-taper guy, just an awesome dude out in Santa Barbara, and I did the, it's like you look, do it through microscopes, you bring some extracted teeth, and I don't remember what it costs, but just to have him hold my hand, like hold my fingers, and show me how to hand file to get to patency holy cow i mean that was worth the whole weekend for me that was the whole it, it was just that saved so much time for me and i've also like follow around my endodontist too call your specialist and say hey i just want to like shadow you for a day they're happy to teach you stuff you know um i've done that with my oral surgeon i've also done that with the, or- the orthodontist i refer to um what else is there implants yeah the guard continuum i've taken that i've taken a continuum with ken Hubble. i really liked Uh, I went and did the Dominican Republic thing that was fun that was a great experience very expensive but an investment you know and um, trying to think I mean I've taken more implant CE than anything else and it's just there's so much of it out there there's so many symposiums and just like uh, annual things you can go to there is there is no shortage of information if you want to learn how to do these procedures but the, the big thing is, is that once you go take these classes you've got to have uh, the coconuts to actually try it out you know, you, you, you've got to do it and think about it, you'll say I'm not ready to do this, I need more training I'm not ready to do this think about how ready you were for like your first like D.O. or M.O. like when you were in dental school. Yeah, you were supervised, but were you really ready? I mean, you've been practicing on little plastic teeth that burn and cut like butter and then now you're in in someone's mouth and there's a tongue and and it's it's a person. I mean, you weren't ready for that. Nobody's ready for that. You know, you got to start somewhere. You get the training and you got to start. You are ready. Trust me, you're ready get the training and just go do it. But then and you know and don't beat yourself up too much if it, the outcome is not exactly perfect, but it's still going to be good. So, you've got to learn by doing. Anyway, so that is the best investment you can make. Take some CE. Oh my gosh, if I run into you at like Chicago Midwinter meeting and you're like, "Oh, yeah, I'm just like got to get my 16 or my like 30. I don't even know how many hours it is. 36 hours to renew my license." Come on, man. That's bullshit. Seriously, thirty-six hours every three years—that's—you've got to pack cram that in. What the hell are you doing? You know, do you even care about this stuff? I—I I just find it hard to believe that you could care about being a dentist without taking on seat Unfortunately. You know, from being at, uh, you know, Voices of Dentistry and talking to a lot of people that listen to podcasts. Podcast people don't tend to be those people that show up at the local meeting and try to cram in 36 hours in one weekend. So, um, all right. Hey, rock and roll. We will talk to you next week. I have Courtney Roberts on next Monday. It's a really cool conversation. She's a lot of fun. And we (laughs) we had a lot of laughter on that podcast. So I'm looking forward to that one coming up. And uh, everybody have a fantastic week, and, and, and we'll talk to you then.